We start our scene where we last left it off just a little bit after our group has gone magic shopping, fashion shopping, and tattoo shopping. Um, I know that Blue... <laughs> I know that Blue did some work on uh, Kestro's legs. What does that look like? Like, once it's all said and done. Well, I was thinking... It was the the major addition was rocket boosters <laughs> coming out of the bottom. But design wise, um, I was thinking like engravings of wings on like the the outer thigh on each leg um, and lining those are like linear patterns, um, probably even just straight up lines that go down and like connect. And behind all of those lines is like a soft blue light, which like we, we said with the tattoo, like the lines m meet and they like shimmer the same, same blue as the tattoo. And there's also flame decals. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> on the, on the butt. Just flame decals flame. on the butt. Wait, you lost wait, legs wait, wait, all wait. the way up to butt? <laughs> Where does yeah is butt legs? Do, you Do those legs go hole? all the way up? Are wait is this podcast finally up? gonna make a stance on the controversial question of is legs butt or is bugs let 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 is it bugs is, is stop while you're ahead is is butt legs? <laughs> well, also <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just to be clear, yeah, like Castro, it's like kind of below the belly button. Is what he lost. Oh, because I, I was thought, picturing I thought, you had I thought leg he stumps. lost like below the knees or like. Yeah, I thought we. Knees. I thought no, we established no, 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 no. it was leg stumps below. Nah, he's got. No, no, he's no, got no, no, a no. stump. I have one singular stump. So... I'm pretty sure if we go back and listen to past episodes, that may be disproven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think well, it was this is legs. what this is. Uh, well, whatever. Hey, this is but also, MST3K rules. MST3K rules. Don't think too hard about it. Don't think too hard about. Does. Does Kestro pee through the robot part? Oh, this is a whole other question. <laughs> uh, hey, listeners, sorry. Welcome to our new podcast, figuring out what Kestro is. Because I'm Can I do very. A medicine <laughs> Does Kestro pee through the prosthetic part? Actually, uh, I just looked over. Right now. I just looked over. It doesn't even go up to the belly button. You're an entire robot. Holy crap! It's rust. What? Oh no! <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my gosh, but, um, only yeah, an only an aid on that medicine check. Who knows then? Who knows? Molly doesn't know what a butt is. <laughs> I want to know what butt yeah. is. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. Because you've just been calling it legs the whole time. Not like well, what whole you call lower it? half. It's Even like... if it was from the belly button down, what would you call it? Basically, to say my my artificial lower body. Yeah, that's too much. I've, it's le it's le I would always say legs. My pelvis and legs. And that's, but even when we did the like, when we went back and did the backstories, it was a singular stump that was chopped off by Big Lazor, below, like right below the belly button. Can confirm, but. It might be a retcon. It, yeah, I was going to say, is, I think that is, it is a retcon. It is definitely a retcon. Episode but four, but when, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. How did Molly so. wear them is the thing. That's, that becomes the big question. That's, how did Molly become Mega Molly? So that we're, was she, she could just, just like, stand on the butt part. Yeah, was she just kind of balancing on the <laughs> butt part? Yeah, it's like a, li it's like a little bowl. It's a Molly-shaped bowl. Okay, but how would she walk then with the mega legs? Because she had two butts in that moment. <laughs> two butts. Wait, Molly, mega. No, 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 no. Pause. I'm okay. I hate to just like. I hate to just like be this DM. I'm taking over. Um. Yeah, Mega Molly officially in canon. Two butt. One robo. One regular. That's what happened. What? <laughs> The, yeah. You got the robo butt, you got the regular butt, you got one mega molly. That's the real that formula. That's, that's, okay. 
Okay, Sammy, you have permission, and I, I don't know why you haven't done this yet, but you can literally tell people to bite your shiny metal ass. <gasps> yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, so I you, need to. So you need to do this. All right. Let's do. Let's actually record the uh, the D and D. Yeah, hey, yeah. We haven't hit record yet, right? We didn't hit record yet, right? No, we're leaving. No, no, no. We're leaving this in. We're leaving this in. You can. We'll fix it in post. (laughs) No, the hell, we won't. Now, (laughs) we have left the tattoo shop. Castro looks so sick with these new the like leg section of his body. All tricked out, new rocket boosters, new cool flame decals, very Guy Fieri esque. But we have more stuff to do. You guys know that there is information on Anora, uh, and uh, you guys have a decent idea of where to look, whether that be at Paradigm or anywhere. Jin splits off, saying that she is gonna go do some meditation. Uh, and try to connect Tolthine like she has on accident before. Uh, she's trying to do it intentionally now. Uh, so what's the move, everybody? What's the plan? After, because I'm assuming after Paradigm was like shut down because the war was over, was all the stuff that was in the school or um, like, was it all just moved to a big storage facility or would it still all just be there? Um, it is, so, Paradigm, after it was left, there was, as you were leaving for Star, there were debates on what to do with it, uh, going on. But, I mean, it shut down, it would have shut down ten years before leaving for Star, though. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were still people trying to figure out what to do with the building, and what to do with the stuff in the building, though. Gotcha. Um, the, the school not functional at all but they were like this is a huge space what do we do with it and that is why uh there is some stuff that you don't know yet that you will find out after the break i'm gonna say wait till... <laughs> okay so that leaves us nowhere um so we go into paradigm Jin, as you go off after you've gotten this sick tattoo, you've had this day of kind of fun with your newfound friends. What happens next? Where do you go? So Jin, she looks for a temple. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't know much about Anora or what they got going, but she looks for a temple. Um, after some brief time, uh, kind of, like, asking around, looking at maps, there aren't many temples in the, like, Sky Resorts, but mm. there is a temple that I think as soon as you hear about it, you know it piques your interest. There is what is called the All Temple, which is a, basically a temple for all gods that can be worshipped. Okay. The, and in the All Temple, you there is like a shrine for wherever. There's meditation spaces. There's spaces for every type of thing you can do. The temple is underwater. Cool. All right. It's a brief swim, I think, because you you grew up swimming. It's not hard for you, and you and I'm now semi aquatic anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it is about, a let's say like a 15, 20 minute swim. Once you get down and start going out and down, um, it is this beautiful, um, pillar similar to like the Acropolis style temple. Um, but instead of being rectangular, it is this circle that, uh, kind of spreads out and around and has these like winding pathways leading up to it. Uh, and inside from the shrine itself, there is this like greenish blue glow emanating pretty. And it's kind of like pulsating. So you get like waves of light that come out from the temple. Okay, cool. 
she goes to one of the meditation spaces. Yeah, they're they're all over. Are the they place. are they like big rooms for it, or are they like small little like alcoves with like curtains or soundproofs? Like, how, what's the deal? There, there, there's kind of like there are two big rooms. So, like, if you were standing in the like main entrance looking at the altar, there are two rooms to the left and to the right towards the back, furthest away from you. Um, that are, uh, they, they have like signified in a few different languages. Uh, one of them you can understand because it's in common, the other two, uh, you don't understand, but it's, it, it signifies that the two big spaces are for group meditation and then there are little curtained alcoves that are just carved into rock uh around the room in certain spaces gotcha she goes into one of those cur the carved alcoves yeah and uh closes the partition whatever it is Mm -hmm. and then is there a light source in it or is it dark it is dark in here Perfect. She uh, just kind of gets down on the rock beneath her and crosses her legs in the stereotypical meditating position because she's not sure what else to do. Yeah, she's she's never been this kind like of it, person. It, it's almost like you've seen Anna do this. Yes, and yeah. you replicate what Anna does. Jin has seen <laughs> Anna meditate, and she's like, "I guess this is what what this is." And so she gets down and is kind of using the alcove as a sensory deprivation tank. Oh, okay. It's dark. She's completely submerged. Like, she's just trying to cut out as much distraction as possible. And she closes her eyes and tries to clear her mind. Because she's been having these visions. She's been having something happen and she doesn't know. So it's about time she finds out. We discussed this briefly before recording, to be transparent with our listeners. I have rolled 2d6. Each number on the d6 corresponds to where this meditation vision may take you. 3 or 5? I pick? You pick. You don't know, but three or five. Three. Jin, as you close your eyes and get into this meditation stance that you have seen Anna do several times, you feel something that while Anna knows it all too well, you, this is a new experience for you. You've had this happen in your sleep. This is the first time you have decided to make this happen. You feel your body, your spirit, your essence leave itself. Whoa. And you are, it feels like you are being hurled across light years of distance in an instant you are not traveling instantly this is not like instant teleportation this is speed your essence is being thrown across the universe and then it feels like an abrupt stop as you almost feel like you hit a wall and you are there you are in a small room dimly lit with this orange glow coming from a fire on the wall furthest away from you currently. You see a small chair to the right of the fire mm-hmm. and a man in the chair. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, first she goes, Whoa! <sighs> okay. That? That was a trip. Because she's pretty certain that she can't be heard. Because the only one that could hear her was Tolfheim. So she's she's talking. Does is there a reaction? There is. Uh-oh. The man in the chair up until now had a book obscuring his face. You recognize him. Do you have a guess? Is it Tolfheim? Jin Renoko. What in the hell are you doing 
here. Oh, crap. Um... Honestly, I don't know the answer to that. What, you want to talk? Is that what's going on? Well, you know what, Charles? If I'm here, I might as well. All right, then let's talk. What's up? What's going on, huh? Oh, what's going on with me? What's going on with you, Charles? You genocidal maniac? <laughs> genocidal, huh? Yeah. Oh, what did I do? You had your crony blow up an innocent planet to send us a message. Oh, that. That was nothing. You had my friend killed. I could do a lot more, sweetie. Wait till I get my hands on you and I'll do it too. Oh, I can't wait. Now, I have a few questions myself, if you're okay with answering. Ask away. Where the hell are you? Nice try. <laughs> Figured it was worth a shot. I mean, after all, you guys are amateurs, huh? You guys will give away information left and right. Like what? You think it's a coincidence that the most obscured temple in all of creation, the most obscured order of the Golden Wing was attacked? I don't think that was you. <laughs> you guys are playing amateur hour over there. What is it, Tuesday night? Come on, this is normal for us. You think we can't sense a god being expelled from a body? You think I'm that dumb? So you sent the hand to get us? <laughs> we don't send the hand anywhere. Or does it send you? Make a insight check for me. He's not answering. He's keeping the same composure. Let's roll insight. I've got a plus 10 on that. Come on, baby. Yeah, okay. 27. You can tell he is scared as you say that. He is not answering verbally, but you can tell for just a brief second he is scared. She doesn't do a thing about that. She changes the subject. But I'm definitely not letting Charles know that Jin realized that he's scared. That is powerful information, and I'm not pushing that button yet. Roll deception to keep that there, then. Gotcha. And I'm going to roll insight and... Charles has some killer stats. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Um, dang it. It's an eight. Okay. So is that Hydra a gift from your boss? Now look, I realize I may have just given you a little bit more information than you were thinking you'd get out of this. <laughs> That Hydra is nothing. It's basically a cat. It's a cat with fangs. Is that why you were hiding behind it? At this point, he stands up and he starts walking towards you. You are in like a spectral form. This is not like a physical form, but he is walking towards you. Jin subtly forms a fist in her right hand. <laughs> Listen. I'm not hiding. I'll tell you exactly where I'm at right now. Because you know what's going to happen? You're going to come here thinking you can kill me. You're going to come here thinking that you can take on the team that destroyed your pathetic little planet. You know how many planets I've taken down in my lifetime? Jin? And at this point, he is within a foot of you looking directly in your eye. I don't need to know. I don't need to know what you've done, what you've destroyed, because I know the truth about you, Charles. You're small. And you're scared. And you're a pawn. You think you're making these plays, but you're just another piece in the game of a god older than time itself. And I'm done here. And with that, 
she tries to summon a Psyblade and swing at him. As you do, uh, go ahead and roll an attack. I was not thinking we'd do this, but roll an attack. My, my thought process is she's got soul knives, which are connected to her soul itself. Yes. She yes, is yes, yes. spectral, but that's her soul being there. So that's my that's yeah. my thought process. Go ahead and roll an attack. Okay. Wait, no, that's that. No, that's the attack. Oh crap! Twelve. As you summon this soul knife and swing, he bends backwards, almost ninety degrees at his waist. Gross! And then pops back up and looks at you dead in the eye. You think I'm a pawn, huh? You bitch! I'm a kingmaker. And then he snaps his fingers and you were jetted back, launched back into your body. Uh, I guess the best place to start would be to like talking to a person who might know what's going on. So DM, would Blue know who that might be? (laughs) Um, You've seen like these touristy information centers uh you saw one on the ground uh, attached to the gift shop as you came in you also saw one uh up in the sky resort where you are currently uh you i mean you can also just kind of ask around like in general your parents might know um but i i feel like those are the two places that would be the most direct line is parents or information center Cool. I guess. Yeah, Blue, do you need to go see your parents? Like, do we need to go pay them a visit before we do anything? Yeah, Blue, like, thinks about it for a second and then nods cautiously. Because, you know, it's one been, what, weeks now since they've seen their parents. And they feel like Mm -hmm. already a lot has changed. And also, they still don't know what to do about Rust. Um,. And breaking that news to their parents. But eventually they nod and look back at the um, the message containing their parents' address. Yeah. Um, yeah, you look back at the message that contains your parents' address. And it is more coastal uh, now, as they told you. Uh, it is, uh, in refer- like in comparison to their old address, it is leagues away. Um, but you, uh, you kind of figure out that when you go back to the ground, it is only a, uh, like maybe an hour by boat out and then straight down, basically. We'll get you to their neighborhood and then you can kind of find it from there. Cool. Yeah. I show the address to the rest of the group and I guess we find a taxi. Yeah. Uh, there are um, space lift. Yeah, space. When lift. you go down, there's like a uh, spaxy. There's a way to go down from the uh, sky resorts down to the surface, and a lot of stuff like that is free uh, because people want to keep doing it over and over, so they just made it free. Um, and then uh, to get out a boat, to get a boat out. Because Blue is an Anoran, it is also free because it seems like you're just going home. Um, Perks. Perks. Citizen perks. But yeah, you are able to get out there. Uh, Just to check, this would not affect Blue and Jin is not with y'all. Everyone else, make a constitution check. For if you get seasick. Oh gosh. Okay. Oh my lord. That's okay. right. Okay. Mo- Molly's presence is helping though. Okay. She brought some dramamine for everybody. Yeah. Have... Yeah. Everyone can take advantage for the dramamine boost. We all know that D and D rule that Gary Gygax himself wrote. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm rolling oh. again. My advantage roll was was a one, but my first roll. I'm I'm loading up D and D Beyond because I was apparently not prepared. 
Okay, so we have a 17 for Kestra. Kestra, you're fine. I think you're like the tiniest bit nauseous. But what if I told you that I have immunity to poison and disease? I don't know if and that quite... Is nausea seasick. a disease? Seasick isn't a disease. It's all in your head. Hey, but it's called seasickness. Ooh, wah ah 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 Nah, you're just a little... Hey, the- I'm a monk. I have purity of body. You're the, you're that the- pure okay. body is about to hurl. That you're the, It's not like super bad. It is the faintest <laughs> bit of nausea. Like, you know, like after you get off a roller coaster and you're like, oh, I don't feel the best right now. Okay, yeah. Like, well, instead of being bad. at 100, you're like at 90. Constitution. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you uh, just add add a plus three to your constitution save. Oh, uh, Molly rolled a twelve. So you okay? You're if not. It was a plus three. I got an eighteen or a nineteen. Okay, uh, so Castro, you're just like the faintest bit sick. Molly, you don't feel great. You're not quite throwing up, but you don't feel good right now. So I'm at seventeen. Okay, you feel about the same as Kestro. Uh, you don't feel like like incredibly sick, but you're a little bit sick. Anna. <coughs> oh I mean, no. <laughs> I'm with with sorry with my bonus. I have a thirteen. Yeah, you're not quite throwing up, but you you and Molly feel about the same. Just not good. I'm not doing too hot. It is an hour boat ride from the coastline out uh, to where you can finally start to sink down and get to the uh, parabens house. Uh, the houses here are pretty interesting. Um, a lot of them are built on top of like different rock shelves that have like jutted out. Uh, you're pretty much on the ocean shelf uh, currently. If you know about that stuffs, um, so they're built kind of into the shelf slash on top of, um, but blue. I mean, I think you look at this. This house is pretty nice once you see it. Still pissed that they move without telling me, but they keep that to themselves. Fair. As you walk in, you only see you see that only one of your parents is home currently, and you can kind of assess that. Uh, you know, you only see so many lights on. There's not like you don't hear anything coming from the house, nothing like that. Uh, the rest of you guys, as Blue has kind of like gone down ahead of you, the rest of you guys fix your breathers on that you got from the gift shop. Careful, guys! Don't set it to carbon, go. or you'll die. Don't do, do not set it to carbon. <laughs> Uh, Anna is, like, walking around making sure they're all on oxygen. <laughs> um, and, like, specifically, like, not just pure oxygen, but getting the right balance in there. Um, as you guys all start to dive down, you see that Blue is a, a good ways down. Um, but you guys catch up with, uh, with them. Uh, I'm curious who's all been, like, underwater before this at most rose would have become an aquatic creature at some point and like sat at the bottom of a pond okay so this isn't like unfamiliar to you then it's still weird because big ocean as opposed to right murky water yeah i mean one of kestro's adoptive fathers is like a surfer bro turtle man so like probably (laughs) probably been underwater before (laughs) fair fair um i did some sorry i can't i can't say that out loud it doesn't make any sense i did some swim or anna did some swim training for fighting in the the blackness of space that's like really about it like some underwater training some like zero gravity simulation yes. type stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I dig that, Molly. Have you ever <laughs> been? Has Molly ever been underwater? Yeah, like 
in like lakes i feel like the deepest you would have gone would be like probably eight to ten feet (laughs) just not really deep this is like wild to molly and i think to all of you it's semi-unfamiliar but to blue it's second nature it, or it's first nature, really, <laughs> now that I'm saying that out loud. The, as you guys kind of, like, look into the house, it's, I mean, it looks like a typical house setup. Like, there is still a front door, and there is still windows. It's, It looks like a normal house, just made waterproof and underwater. Uh, Blue, one of your parents is home. I'll let you pick which parent and describe how they are. I Like, I've got... I'm I'm good with any of them. Nice. Um, yeah, the parent that's home is the one that um, other creatures nickname Sail because they have just a they're kind of like a dark grayish grayish blue and they have just a massive fin like re- reminiscent of a of a sailfish um, that forms their kind of head crest similar to blues but just gigantic that kind of ripples around whenever they turn their head and so of course there's no need for them to have a name among the neurons but for other species they're known as sail wonderful as i think blue enters first and everyone else kind of follows suit um sail is sitting uh at, sitting at a table uh, just kind of like going over this uh, work they've been doing uh, for quite a while now. And they look up and Blue, you instantly get this feeling of like, oh, you're home. Like they knew you were coming, but they were still surprised. Oh, yeah. Blue swims up and gives them a hug and, um, you know, transmits feelings of, excitement and happiness and love and then um after that kind of initial greeting is over they start um showing their parent images of each of the other group and um feelings of friendship and affection um to kind of introduce all of them to their parent um sail looks at the rest of you and kind of like nods and waves and then looks back to blue and kind of gives like a signal of do they speak yeah blue nods do you think they would want me to speak blue is like shocked and don't know what to and doesn't don't doesn't know what to say for a second because similar to most species of fish you know there's no need to make sounds underwater um so i always imagine like for the endurance that can speak they've had to undergo some kind of like surgical implants to like give them the structures for like verbal speech and they had no idea that their parents would be you know willing to do that um and so they're just kind of stunned and then just slowly nod Sale looks at the rest of you and says, Be- "Before, uh huh." Sale says anything. Rose, Rose just says hello, tele- like using her telepathy, because she realizes there's communication going on, and she wants and she wants to to greet, not knowing that there's really an easy way to, because she hasn't tried to speak underwater yet, right? No, not yet, yeah. Yeah, no, no, she's just going to say hello with her mind. Sale simply smiles at you, Rose, and then kind of, like, nods. And then you hear, it's like this weird, like, it's distorted to the rest of you. Like, it sounds like they're trying to, it's a little bit clearer to where you can understand them, but it is still a strain as they speak underwater. And you just hear, like, a... A character voice. Um, <laughs> and you hear a character voice. You hear... Welcome to our home. If there is anything you need, do not be afraid to let me know. 
water visitors in my home. Well, you have a lovely home. Thank you. And you have a lovely uh, child. Yeah, Blue's awesome. Blue's really important to us. <laughs> uh, All Blue. three of us are quite proud of them. God, Blue is just definitely, like, blushing. Don't know if it's perceptible to anyone, but they're just like, uh, uh, go pee. So, so tell me about your reason for coming with Blue. I thought school was going quite well. Um, Blue hesitates a moment and then starts um, showing them, you know, images of Charles teaching captaining class and Martha organizing Blue's dorm arrangements and, um, you know, um, the flying guy, Cassius doing the, the, doing the space flight lesson and then starts showing them like images of all three of those people attempting to hurt all of us, um, at various times. And then ends with, you know, the hasty scene of, you know, the group leaving the school. Yeah, what they said. Sale takes a few seconds of kind of stunned silence and then looks around and says, are you safe? That one's an even, an even longer hesitation. And then... Blue reaches their hand forward and then does the kind of waggle that's like a, well, you know. <laughs> Given the circumstances, kind of like. <laughs> Sale pauses and then says, okay, wh what do you need? They show brief images of, um, of their arrival at Paradigm and kind of the faces and forms of each of their professors, and then, um, you know, images of just the Paradigm Program building, and just shows them all those images with kind of a, um, you know, a, a note of questioning. Paradigm has been shut down for a long time, Bolin. You know this. Yeah, they nod, and then... Um, Bowling. Kind of gesture for more information, like, um, and then kind of, you know, cycle back to the, um, you know, images of the professor's faces, um, and as a kind of a, you know, but what, you know, where are they now kind of thing. Sale nods, and then... It says, I understand that the building itself has been turned into the Boar and Scientific Discovery Museum. As to the fate of the professors, I do not know. Yeah, they kind of inquire about, like, where is the museum and how does admission work and, um, you know, just what's it like in general. The museum is free to all the, the residents of the galaxy. If you show up, you can enter. Uh, as to the location, it's in the exact same spot. It has not moved. You take the same route. Yes, I see now that that was a dumb question. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And uh, no such thing as dumb questions. Yeah. And finally, they um, show images of their other two parents, and just kind of look up at at their parent. They will be back soon. They're they're off doing some work right now. This also bothers them, kind of not knowing what kind of work their parents do. And um, I think they kind of look over at the, at the table while also gesturing at the others to kind of find chairs and sit down. Um, Is there a sofa anywhere in the vicinity of which we are located? That's what I want to know. Yes, and it's shaped like a seashell. It's cannon. Okay. okay. Yes. If, yeah, I was about to actually say the same thing. <laughs> if if while you were talking, well, like pretty early into your conversation, Rose has found that sofa and sprawled across it and is having a little mini catnap already. Uh, in human form still, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Blue, is there a bathroom around here? Yeah, that's a good... Man, always with the hard question. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Do you just go into the water? Do we just you... go? <laughs> no, like, where does... Where does... Maybe it's just like the pool, you know? Where no, does it like go? To pee in someone's house, you know? Yeah, there uh-huh. is a, like, designated space for it that it basically winds up... There's an outhouse. There's, there's like... I found some newspaper on the go. floor over here. Is that it? Perf- a perfectly empty room. You go in there, you go to the bathroom, you leave. And then like there's a, a filter that cleanses the yeah. water. No, that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it basically just, it basically just like, seals itself off, and then when you're done, you leave, and then it just kind of filters out and recycles the water, yeah. They just have a pool vacuum in there that's just constantly going. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Are pool vacuums Anurin's Roombas? No, they also just have Roombas, like <laughs> <laughs> No, they have they have sea snails. God. But they're called like, scubas. Ooh, yeah, Gary. Like they have the little sucker fish. Oh snails. god, that's good. That's how they clean the walls and floors <gasps> is this little sucker fish. Oh, they perfect. they do it like Flintstone style and they push it like a vacuum cleaner. And then afterwards <laughs> no, it's just like at, pets that clean your house. And then yeah. afterwards they pick it up and the sucker fish just says, It's eleven. <laughs> Cannon. Anura, what Anura else do you expect from a high school dropout? <laughs> you randomly <laughs> just hear from like next door because the walls are kind of thin. You just hear it's eleven, and like you just know what just happened. Like, <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, oh no! I'd like intentionally drop food on the floor for them, but would they Aww. appreciate that, or would that make more work for them? Like, would well, they be? There's miffed? only one way to yeah, find well, out. Well, you can't. Well, you oh. know, they say you can't feed your your vacuum cleaner real food, or it'll get sick. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. I Mike the, the I Mike the repairman. <laughs> oh, hey Mike, how'd you get in here? Anyway, yeah, I was just walking by. I heard you guys thinking. <laughs> anyway, Blue, as you're looking over the table of papers, what are you looking for? Just kind of an indication of what kind of work the their parent is doing. Oh, make an inve- make a uh, investigation check. Nice. Can I also do a stealth check and see if I can? You definitely can. Not let's, <laughs> let's do investigation first, and then we'll do stealth. Cool. Hey, that was a natty 20. On the investigation? Woo! Yeah. Okay, all right. Which brings us to a total of 33. Holy oh shit. Oh my god. That's a big <sighs> number. Yeah. Wow. Okay, give me that stealth. And here it is. And the stealth was an 11. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. we'll do it this way. That's the blue rolls I know and love. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're definitely going to get the info. I'm rolling right now perception versus stealth. And I'll say because they're kind of checking on what your friends are doing and making sure everyone is getting comfortable. 
we're gonna go disadvantage on them checking you, okay? Yes. Oh, be glad for disadvantage. Because uh, one of those was a nat 20. Um, oh. As they are kind of like making sure they see, you know, that everyone is comfortable. They're like showing people where the bathroom is. Um, and as everyone is kind of dispersed and kind of settled down, they sit back down to their work. And uh, as, as they're kind of like in between them leaving and them coming back, you are able to quickly figure out what they are working on. And you see that what they're doing is looking for... They're basically trying to improve the... Um, the sky resorts and how they stay up. They're looking for ways to improve that. And kind of running the math on that over and over. Nice. Um, on a nat 20, can I see if there are any math errors and fix them? <laughs> um, I, I think you see that th there aren't really... Airbers, like these are your parents, Blue. Like, they're not as smart as you, but they're not dumb. Like, they raised yeah. you. Um, and so there aren't errors, but you see that they are running numbers that are seemingly a bit low, you think. Because what they're doing is taking the mass of the Sky City and figuring out the minimum minimal propulsion that they need to keep it aloft. Cool. So, like, that's like some calculus shit, right? Like optimization. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. big cal, big calculus. Cool. Real life me knows nothing about that. <laughs> Um, but you see that there aren't any errors, but you mm -hmm. see that they are intentionally lowballing every number. Ah, cool. Scumbags. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, if these, like, if these planned improvements were implemented, the Sky Resort would be, like, in danger of falling out of the sky kind of low, or just like trying, to, like trying to cut corners kind of low trying to cut corners kind of low trying to make it maximum efficiency kind of low cool. um however you do recognize the formula that they're using is it, uh go is ahead it, is it you know what is it you know what it is similar Nice. It is the formula that is used to calculate conjuration fusion. Nice, yes. Um, and you see that 90% of it is that. 10% is a formula that you don't recognize. So, hmm. um, yeah, that's what you gather. And as your as sales sits down at their desk at the table and starts looking over their papers... They kind of catch you out of the corner of their eye and say, and, and transmit a feeling of like, so you're double checking my work? They shrug and just try and kind of play it off. And they, they nod to let them know it, it looks, it looks good. Um, but then they do kind of just transmit a picture of the, the sky resorts and um kind of again another like questioning air and then kind of you know runs an image of the numbers by them um like the ones that seem low yeah they 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 don't even hide what they're doing they show you they pull out the papers of the directive that they got of that. Uh, it says it in common and you see uh, you, as you're kind of like looking over it, you see that it says cost to keep in sky too high, 
need to like is one of the sentences you see you see like we need to find a way to cut the cost we need to find a way to make this cheaper what can we do at the bottom of the paper at this of this little screen you see um a name you don't recognize um but you you see and the name isn't that important but this this uh symbol after their name is you recognize it as a similar but not the same as the symbol for star academy i see i see um yeah they i think are going to um excuse themselves to the restroom and while they're in there uh like write down from memory the formula for those the 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 10 percent calculation yeah and then um the the name of the person and then draw the sim like draw the symbol as best they can yeah uh so the name of the person that you write down and you can uh write this down as notes um the the formula i will send you post this episode's recording wrap up because i do have it written down um and it's a whole bunch of nonsense that isn't real but it's there uh but the name that you uh write down is arnold fitzmiller that's a cool ass name um Arnold Fitzmiller, and there is like a PhD afterwards. Um, but gotta have the PhD, right? So Arnold Fitzmiller PhD, and then you write down the, or you do your best to uh, scribble down that insignia, that emblem, uh, as best as you can. Um, yeah, yeah, you are able to do that more than fine because. I don't know what kind of check it would be to do that. So, yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah, you are able to do that just fine. Um, Rose, you are taking a cat nap. Uh, if you had any hit points or anything less, you can restore those because it's basically a short mm-hmm. rest. Um, in fact, I think this is that is what this is. This is basically just like a short rest for everyone. So, like, if you had anything less refill it back up i don't think you did but cool we we just got from the beach planet yeah you just came from the beach planet and look i didn't get much rest on the beach planet i was just like passed out yeah yeah yeah. um sweet what else is everyone doing kind of while they're at blue's not childhood home but blue's parents house Anna's looking for a window just to see the surrounding area. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, as you walk in, like, in that living room, so close to where Rose is now currently taking kind of a cat nap, there is kind of a a bay window kind of set up. I couldn't think of a better word for it. But, you know, like three paneled windows so you can see out into the ocean. And the way their house is situated that window is perfect for actually being able to see out. There's no obstruction there. Um, And as you look out, you see it seemingly goes on forever. Um, Is there anything you're looking for? Or are you just looking? I'm just looking to see what I can see, I guess. Uh, Yeah, cool. Make a perception check. Can do. I'm real good at perceiving stuff. Oh, wait, my, my passive perception's 18. Can I just stick with that? Yeah, we can stick with that. Um, with 18, as you look out uh, of this bay window, you see um, there's, like, in the distance, you see some smaller fish up at the top and then some bigger fish the more out you look. Um, and, I mean... You don't notice anything out of the ordinary for what you think ocean life would be. It's really pretty, though. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else have anything? 
Kestro's doing some sick bubble tricks. What? <laughs> uh, wait, wait, no, 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 no. What is a bubble trick? It's, <laughs> it's like vape, but like. Oh my god! It's not vapor. It's bubbles because it's you know, under the water. That's. You sprung for the, like the the extra breathing gear that has like a regulator for the air that you breathe, but also a regulator for vape juice, and so it can kind of combine <laughs> for the two for vaping. Excuse you, bubble juice, yeah. bubble juice, bubble juice. <laughs> what flavor is the bubble juice? Is it like corn? I think it's just some just some cotton candy this time. Oh, just something sweet. Candy. I was gonna say all vape tastes a little like cotton candy. Yeah, you know, it tastes like straight cotton. Maybe those like (laughs) disgusting cotton candy burritos. Oh gosh! gosh. Do people actually? It's like way. Yes, I've seen videos of people actually eating them. That's very disgusting. Horrible. This podcast. I'm trying to cotton candy burrito. (laughs) Um, but I'm doing this to try to impress Blue's parents. Oh, anti milkshakes. Anti milkshakes with all of the shit on. All the shit on them. Where it's like the whole cup is covered in chocolate. Yeah, no one needs to do that. How would you? Yeah, no. So. I'm just going to bite right into that glass cup, fuckers. (laughs) Um, If you are trying to do this to impress, make a performance. While also doing flips and shit. Yeah, this is performance. This is performance. Acrobatics. This is performance. (laughs) Okay. Ooh! Dirty 20. Oh my gosh. I have a plus one to performance. Jesus fuck. <laughs> you are doing these sick bubble tricks. And like there's one that tell me what it looks like. Because I have an idea for one, but I want to hear I want to hear it from your mouth. I want I want to hear what you Well, yeah, he, he like starts off with like, you know, just making a huge bubble. Then he's doing like bubble rings where he's like shooting the bubble in the middle of the bigger bubble ring, he like creates a jellyfish out of bubbles. <laughs> that, and like, like <laughs> there's really yeah. quietly, it's some just totally random. No one knows where it comes from. There's just dubstep music in the background. Oh my God. And he's no. just, and then he finishes <laughs> off. He, he does like makes a tornado or a hurricane with the, with the bubbles. And then he bows. Jesus Christ. Um. Oh my God. Uh, sale. Just briefly looks up and just says, "Nice." <laughs> a dirty twenty gets more than just a nice, Caleb. Not, Not if it's, it's a vape a trick. When it's something so cool, you know. It, it, um, I'm sorry. What is your name? I do not know it. Castro. Ah, yes, uh, Castro. That was very impressive. What you did. With making different shapes out of air inside of water, it's. I'm the uh, I'm the five time uh, vape bubble champion. This is quite impressive. Oh my god. Um, I do want to do also one thing, which is um, you know, Blue looks at their parent and um, and sends them a picture of their old room and all the stuff in it. They look and um, say, they transmit a, a, an image of your old room, and then uh, they show that, like, this place has, like, weirdly has an attic, and it's all, like, set up the way you had it, but they just put it up in the attic. So you have an attic room. Yeah. They're going to go check that out. Because they're looking for something in particular from their old stuff. Perfect. Um, yeah. They show you how to get up to the attic and kind of uh, like gesture you. They say that you're welcome to go up. And they say, your friends are allowed up there too. But the door must remain open. <laughs> Dang it! Their eyes, which doesn't look like anything, because their eyes are solid black. It's just something they learned from the others. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yeah, so 
they start searching through their old stuff until they find a um, a pair of shorts that says, I am a Paradigm Program alumni on the butt. <laughs> I, oh, wow. Wow. And then change into those from their normal shorts. I love this. As you change shorts and... I, I love that so much. Um, uh, make a perception check for your room real quick. Uh, 16. With a 16, you spot it really quick. There is a note. Uh, there's like a note that just says, we found this. Um, and uh, there is a picture from very early on of you fixing Rust's code. Oh. Um and you see like rests a cube on a table with the body on another table behind it and you kind of on a screen going through and I mean doing exactly what it was trying to do everything you could for the code cool that's sad um they make a mental note to kind of talk to their parents about what happened to rust but later when they're more emotionally ready gotcha perfect um yeah you guys are free to kind of do whatever you want sale uh sale is sitting at the table and as you walk down the front door opens and the other two parents walk in nice and i have descriptions for these two so one goes by foam to to other to other species that speak um, and they're, um, like surprisingly smooth, like they don't have a lot of, you know, fin-like structures, um, they're just mostly just kind of smooth skin. I was imagining a personality, like they come in, they, the way they enter the room is just so smooth, everything they do is just abnormally smooth. No, just a more smooth body than most. <laughs> Um, and then they kind of have this... They're actually super clumsy. <laughs> They're kind of lighter color than most neurons, which is how they kind of got their name, because they're kind of a seafoam green, and it looks almost like little like bubble patterns in a lighter green on their skin. Um, and so that's foam. And then the third one is um, known to others as bright, and they are a similar color to blue, so like a, you know, bluish, a little bit green. And then, but they have a bunch of, like, bioluminescent spots running down their arms and the back of their head, kind of down to, like, the bridge of their nose. And um, and that kind of is is pulsating, like getting brighter and dimmer just in regular intervals i love it uh as the as the two of them walk in uh bright walks in second but is the first to see you and the two of them run to you and embrace you in the biggest hug uh that the two of them can and they sit there and try they they like transmit like surprise but joy uh at the sight of seeing you nice they do the kind of one arm around each hug you know and hug them together Mm -hmm. and basically transmit the same information in more of a condensed form that they uh that they gave to sale foam very quickly looks around um kind of like inquisitively like looking around at everyone that is uh there and then sh- transmits a picture of rust mm-hmm. blue takes a takes a deep breath through the gills and then like slowly lets it out in bubbles through their mouth just kind of preparing themselves to uh, give them the news and then 
they uh, show scenes of kind of the last time they saw Rust, you know, right after, um, right after that combat lesson where they had to, you know, go to their second or so session, of, or that Rust had to go to his second or third, I don't know, session of robot therapy and um, the last time Blue saw him. And then the um, act of Rust's files disappearing from the school computer and then kind of questioning a few people and realizing they don't know about Rust and then the later return of that information and realization that Rust has died. The three... The, the three of your parents, because at this point, Sale has kind of come over and was kind of in on this, all kind of nod and look at each other and uh, admit instantly, like, like, I'm sorry, is there anything we can do? What, what, what do you need? What is happening? We kind of fill them in with just images of what they've been doing. You know, a few of the monastery, nothing like that would be too revealing, you know, even even though it's gone, nothing that would be too like revealing its secrecy or privacy or whatever. Um, but just some of the people and then um, the the books they looked through and the conjuration fusion equations and the, um, you know, the the ARAD bomb and the new bomb that Crash and Burn has been working on. Um, and then the um, ending with, again, the kind of image of paradigm and the professors as the kind of, but with, you know, that last one being kind of a, this might be our next step. We zoom out from that scene of Blue relaying this information, informing her parents of what is next. We see Rose taking this cat nap on the shell couch. We see Anna looking out into the distance onto ocean life. And we go out further. We see creatures rising from the depths bit by bit slowly. We see a tentacle come up. We see in the distance beyond that tentacle a bluish-green light pulsating in the distance.